What's happening, friends? Welcome to Unlocked. It's the world's number one Xbox show. It's episode 297 creeping up on the big 300. Uh, lots to do on this week's show. Coming up, we're going to do a little more recap of the big Destiny 2 event, which uh, Destiny, you and I were both in attendance for last week. It was also uh, the E3 Judges Week, so I'll share with you what I can from that. Red Dead Redemption 2 getting a not super surprising delay. We'll discuss the implications of that for uh, both Rockstar and everyone else. BioWare confirms they're working on a new Dragon Age game. Far Cry 5 gets officially teased. We'll tell you what we can there, uh, as well as South Park finally getting a hopefully real release date this time. Oh, yeah. So, uh, with that, I'm Ryan McCaffrey, Destin Legary. Hey, everybody. A lot of peers, Smarty Sleva. Uh, if you do not already subscribe to this show in some form, please do so. You can uh, podcast services, subscribe there if you like the audio version. If you're on video, uh, give our YouTube channel a subscribe, which is youtube.com slash IGN Unlocked. Or on the IGN homepage, just click on shows and you can find the Unlocked page in the drop down there. All right, housekeeping out of the way uh judges week destin yeah we were you got to tag along for the last day of it for the biggest day we were next door to uh to elon musk that's yeah. spacex and Did tesla you stop by tesla before you yeah i over? picked picked up uh, i was like hey uh, can i have my car now and they yeah. said no <laughs> so what exactly is judges week for anyone who doesn't already know it is a uh way for publishers to voluntarily that's it's it's a case-by-case basis. They, they can elect to come down and show a panel of the E3 judges, which is basically all the oldest, crustiest bastards <laughs> in the, uh, in the game. favorite rapper, the old crusty bastard. Yeah, uh, to come down and show the group of us what they've got for E3 award consideration ahead of the absolute chaos and hectic madness of the show itself. So the, the idea, it's a, it's a more relaxed, better showcase for... For those publishers, so every year the publishers change, so it, it's every year it's different. Um, a lot sometimes of sometimes the embargo for that is E three. Other times it's before E three. Like you already have some previews up. For yeah, that. we got to play Shadow of War uh, <laughs> and Lego Marvel Superheroes two at the WB one. So we got previews of both of those up. Those embargoes oh, lifted. Shadow of War. Uh, Brandon played it because he's our big super fan for that, and he really liked it. I mean, I was watching him play the whole yeah. time, and to me, that game seems like, and I mean this in the super complimentary way, it seems like Assassin's Creed, but better. <laughs> like just doing. I feel like that's kind of what they were always going <laughs> yeah. for, at least a little. It's still got that Batman combat, so I'm sold. Which I love, yeah. yeah. And I was thinking about it just the other day, like. Arrows. You know, we've got so many good games out this year already. Game of the Year is already going to be really hot. And it's like, that could be like a sleep ahead. Like, I wouldn't be surprised just if Shadow like the of first War, one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Shadow of War becomes a contender for that. Yeah. Uh, what else can I tell you about? I mean, well, we're going to talk about Far Cry 5 in a little bit. We got a presentation on that. Um, but yeah, I guess I wanted to circle back around to Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. Destiny, are, are, you, are you sick of Destiny, of talking about Destiny 2 yet? Nope. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> everybody. Good. That's the right answer. Uh, so, yeah, you, you did a whole post-show, pre-show mm-hmm. reactions for Fireteam Chat. Mm-hmm. But just for the Unlocked crew... What are you, what are you complaining about being cool it's kids? So very, cold it's very cold. Today. It really sure is. is. <laughs> Why don't you have a jacket? Oh, boy. I don't know. I'm freezing. <laughs> really it's cold. Canada. I was just thinking. I'm like, man, I am very cold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm warmed no, by the embers of my crucible. Uh, but you know, apparently, it was really hot at the Destiny Two event. Yeah, transport it, yourself it back was. there. That was fine, actually. That was that was the price that we paid for being able to be in the audience. It was boiling. In fact, the, I've one of, been at hotter events. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> Destiny 2 wasn't the hottest event of the year? E3 2014 well, orgy? Is that what we're talking about? This year, yeah. With space ponchos yeah. and, <laughs> and Who knows what happened under those? So yeah. I, I don't I remember an, anything. I had an interview with Mark Noseworthy. He works at Bungie in the back, in like the back interview yeah. area. That was hot. Yeah. No airflow, nothing. Yeah. Uh, it was. I do not envy those guys. Uh, having to do a bunch of interviews back it, there. It always, it, it's always interesting to me, and I think this is something, a minor point worth discussing. It's because I've I've done these events, many of them in person at the venue, and I've done many of them remotely, where I'm just watching on a feed, just like everybody else. And man, sometimes the difference between the the vibe and the reaction in the room is totally different than what you see 
online. I remember uh, you went to the PS4 Pro event. I, yeah, we were the, all like, "What was it like there?" And, and I was, and I, you know, I'm in the room and I'm thinking, yeah, "This is fine." You know, so I'm I'm seeing these. I can see some HDR here on these giant TVs that they've rolled in, and they've taught. And then and then I go on social media i go on twitter and people are like that event was terrible it was, it was so awful yeah. because it was a stream it. that wasn't in hdr or 4k yeah. so i was like oh and i feel yeah. like the destiny 2 event was a bit of a lesser version of that like i thought i thought they put on a great presentation yeah, me too the energy in the room was so great of course they had it packed with fans. destiny super fans yeah uh but still it's like yeah there was a fun energy in the room uh, the you know everything the huge screens everything was super loud it was you know high octane yeah and then I go again the same thing I go on social media and you know people a lot of people were excited but a lot of the reaction was just like seems like more of an expansion pack than a sequel and yeah. I was like really uh, so here's the reason people are saying that it's because visually when you're displaying it online through gameplay clips or whatever it looks like a lot of the same the strike is still you're sp- you spawn into a strike you run to the end you kill a boss so people that know destiny one uh are just kind of like it looks pretty similar to everything that we've seen that was kind of concerning for me at the event because i'm like okay for me this is a lot of cool new little things a lot of improvements quality of life but like are new players even going to know who zaval is or care or ikora ray or Cade? like yeah. they don't have any relationship with these characters at all they're just kind of coming into this new world that well, I, I don't know i'm a destiny I'm so. one player but i don't know any of them because yeah. they were all added later yeah exactly <laughs> so it's just kind of well they weren't added later they've been there since the beginning but they're just kind of there around they the table expanded. standing there yeah yeah you know um so what is nathan fillion he's not kate six he's the most robot. popular one but he, so I knew he was in Destiny One, and I tried to speak to him as many times as I could. But he, he's also in the trailers for Destiny Two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he the same character? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he looks slightly different. So I was like, I think, why would they use the same voice for him? Got a haircut. Yeah, it's like different colors. So he's standing around the table where all the the vanguards are standing. That depending on what class, you go to a different one, right? And if you're a hunter, you go to him, and all that he would do in vanilla Destiny is just kind of talk a little bit. Yeah. So anybody who didn't play Taken King. They don't really have that established relationship with his uh, his sort of wit and such. So I'm just like, for the people that Bungie is trying to get into the game, like you, Marty, you, Alana, Ryan, even you to a lesser extent because you are a lapsed player. Right. I don't know. You guys didn't really play I much. I played a ton of Vanilla Destiny. You did. Yeah. A little bit of the – yeah. Okay, yeah. So I doubt that you guys have a relationship. I have no having... attachment to any of the characters in there. Exactly. So it's like, well, why do I care – about all this stuff happening. Are you, are you intrigued at I all? I want to care. No, that's the thing yeah. that I, because I didn't jump on Taken King and I did play Destiny 1, that's the thing I wanted in that game was like, I, I really enjoy playing this. I'm putting a lot of time into it. It's a fun social experience, but I don't care about anything in this world. So that's what I want. It's like, this is filling the void that I felt the first game had. So you care that the tower's blowing up and you have to defend it. I want, I want that to be an emotional experience. Yeah, yes. well, that's good. Yeah, I care about, like, I always thought the Traveler was cool, and I wanted yeah. to know more about the Traveler, which okay. I'd never really got in the first vanilla game. See, for me, like, I am ecstatic. I'm like, yes, they're making a bunch of quality of life improvements, but I'm I'm really curious how it's going to translate to everybody else who yeah. doesn't play or is like, oh, well, same game. And people think it looks too similar visually to, to people who aren't in the weeds about all the little details. I think I'm seeing a lot of comments about just like, it's the same thing. It's not. It's I mean, not. I played it. I know that. It. I know that it is not. But to the people yeah. say, average people person. People just say that about every similar. game that comes out, though. Call of Duty gets it every year. Yeah. I mean, a sequel ultimately builds upon the foundations of an original. So, of course, it's going to seem familiar. It's not like this game is already like a real-time strategy game. That's That would not make sense for Destiny 2. <laughs> yeah. I want a bunch of people to play Destiny and like it as much as I do, but if Bungie can't succeed in showing how it's different, how the sequel is different, and how they're answering the concerns of these people who are coming up with these comments, then we're not going to get a huge influx of new audience. We will on PC, though. And that's where I – that's the reaction that I that I totally got in the – or the yeah. I totally got it in the room that I'm not – because they, they, they really <laughs> doubled down during the presentation. The whole beginning of it was we're – we're, Doubling down on we want solo players to have fun. Like yes, that's yeah, right. and that's then right. uh, yeah, solo players, and we want to tell a better story with a better narrative. That's and stuff then, that got me the most. Yeah. So and you know I got to, we got to play the homecoming mission. So mm-hmm. it it really to me was a good first step forward of making good okay, on, but on that stuff that to I want. annoy the crap out of you. What what prevents that from being an expansion? Like why couldn't they have had that be an expansion to Destiny One? 
Well, I can answer that. I mean, they've they've done a lot of uh, behind the scenes tech stuff, allowing them to have like uh, a lot more physics and just yeah, lighting they, effects. They have updated the engine. They dropped okay. uh, the old gen version, so presumably this is running off of a advanced enough code base that it's it warrants a new, you know, totally new yeah. product. It's rather just than- like in theory, you could have an expansion that acts as story. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, it being a an always connected game it it does blur the line between an mmo that would just continue to evolve i mean look at world of warcraft now compared to world of warcraft 14 years ago or however long it launched Uh, also totally revamped a bunch of the systems that were in destiny one that you couldn't just do as an expert i mean that same argument could be made why isn't halo 5 halo 4 dlc or why isn't gear why wasn't gears 2 gears 1 dlc i think that's a little different for a single player game like, I agree that I want Destiny 2 and I want a new game, but the thing is, like, in theory, if it's a story that they're focusing on, yeah, they could have added that as DLC. And these are the questions the community is asking, and I think Bungie needs to figure out how to answer those questions for them, because if they don't, you're not going to bring in that new audience. Even that, I don't know. Like, I, I yeah, I think that they need you're to be on super, board, it seems like. super clear, but, um, I mean, yes, I, I, I'm going to play it regardless, but it's also the same people who complain about this kind of thing and, and say, like, oh, it's the same thing in a much more angry way than I'm saying it. Oh, likely going to buy it anyway. Yeah, like realistically, the same thing happens with Call of Duty every year. So I'm trying to I'm trying to leave between the lines with a bunch of negativity and just see. Okay, so like, where did they fail marketing wise with this event, and what questions do people still have, and what do they want to see to get them interested in Destiny Two, yeah. or at least on board with trying the new sequel? Now we haven't even talked about some of the limitations on the PlayStation Four Pro. That yeah, were that's the other thing that. I wanted to cover because this became a big thing yeah. after, which was partially. Well, it became a big thing on my timeline, mm-hmm. which I had no intention of it doing. Because, yeah. uh, you know, you guys had the interview yeah. with, I, was it Mark or Luke? Fran and myself interviewed both Mark and Luke yeah. on set. And, and we asked them about PlayStation 4 Pro ever running it or running at 60. And the answer is no. Frames per second. It's locked at 30. PC is on cap. But they are doing 4K or a, you know, mm-hmm. A higher resolution than 1080p. It runs 4K locked at 30 on consoles on PlayStation 4 Pro. They didn't answer Scorpio. Uh, it is a CPU bottleneck issue, they're saying. And Digital Foundry just did this great study about yeah, why you should you, you, you should not expect 60 on Scorpio for the same reason. Yes, Scorpio is definitely more powerful, but... I don't think we should expect to see 4K 60 on Xbox, not only for the hardware limitations, but also because of the relationship with Sony. Yeah, that's that would the be point. really bad that's for... True. That was the point that I brought up yeah. uh, was the political side, not the technical side, which yeah, ended up exactly. ended up nuking my timeline, yeah. uh, which I, I just finally said, forget it. I'm just going to delete these <laughs> tweets because I don't want anybody replying to me anymore. Because, uh, yeah, it's like... it. It's... Okay, so it's a moot point for Destiny 2 because of the cpu bottleneck but it is an interesting thing to wonder about future games because you know sony has they they have the you know the the marketing push the marketing rights exclusively for some of the certainly this falls big third-party titles and no doubt they will for some others going forward star wars battlefront 2 is a, is a you know sony first kind of game on the marketing side uh, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. And Far- Call of Duty and, and, and Far Cry. Far Cry 5. Yes, thank you. And so, you know, you wonder if the, the Scorpio is a good step up on paper, more powerful than the PS4 Pro. Yeah. Will there be a situation where uh, there's an action game of some sort? I don't think Red Dead will ever be running at 60 on anything because of how how far rockstar always pushes the envelope but uh, don't quote me on that i'm not an engineer at rockstar but uh, for any you know whatever game whether it's far cry or battlefront 2 or or some other future game will we run into a situation where sony has the marketing on a big third-party game and scorpio can run it at 60 yeah where the ps4 pro maybe can't quite do it and it will be held back for uh sort of basically a you know marketing parody so that mm. so that it doesn't you guys get what i'm saying yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out, not explaining myself well shout out to mikey barra for the most epic subtweet i've ever seen in recent memory he's he tweeted out uh, developers are free to choose how they use the power of project scorpio for games we have no requirements limiting frame rate or fidelity he's kind of covering microsoft there because as soon as bungie comes out if they say that scorpio runs at 30 they're kind of covered. They're like, well, that's what the developer wants it to run at. 
Now, yeah. Microsoft's just saying developers can do whatever they want. Yeah. We're, we're not going to hold them back. But yeah. again, my argument was, would Sony or you know would would the, would the would those would those marketing deals potentially that's hold totally back possible but at the it, same time like with the digital foundry thing maybe it's possible that Scorpio won't even have that capability but well it, here's here's the thing that really bothers me yeah. there's no excuse for not being able to run at 1080 60 it can totally do that based on the conversations I've had with Bungie they're saying that it's because of the CPU bottleneck and being able to run at 4K 60. Just give people options. Let them play at 1080 60 or 4K 30. We've seen some PS4 Pro games do that. Yeah. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider does that. Gives you a lot of different options. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe uh, the the Last of Us re- uh, the, the Last of Us remaster. The, the remaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word I was. Neo looking. recently did does that. that. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully we'll start to get we'll see those options with games. Definitely the the whole political side thing that you're bringing up, Ryan. That really sucks for the consumer. Absolutely, people people are just like, I want to play at sixty. I think any exclusivity deal sucks for the consumer. Honestly, like you know, DLC being tied to one platform sucks for everyone. Mm -hmm. Even sucks for the dev because less people get to play it. It's it just it sucks. But obviously that's where the money is and that's where the devs get that. I mean, it sucks for the dev, but it keeps the devs lights on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got. I mean, hey, you you would probably take the money too. <laughs> I'd sell out very quickly if someone let me. Please let me sell out. I mean, and, and the, really and, but the flip side, you, you know, it, resolutions. it does suck. <laughs> it does suck for the consumer, but at the same time, you know, can you blame Sony? They're going out there. They're being aggressive. They're no, not at and all. It is working for them. No, it's smart. It's working. They've been doing it the whole generation. You, you know, you can't. It's not like Sony just picks up the phone and says, "Hey, we'd like to." arrange an exclusive marketing partnership with you so that everyone associates your game with our platform primarily. Microsoft presumably has every chance to call up and say, well, we'll offer, we'll make you a better offer for that. My same guess thing. And is they're that not doing it. Sony is doing it like when the studio, they hear that they're starting to develop something. I'm, I assume they do it very early. Yeah. But what again, if, there's, there's nothing stop. I mean, we're, we, I feel like. What if Phil was just like, make it 60 on Xbox? <laughs> <laughs> I think Phil said that he's sort of, doesn't have an interest in well, this, like the the arms race of uh, securing third party timed exclusivity. He has said that. I've, and I, what I was just going to say is, I feel like the Tomb Raider situation scared it, the bejesus. It absolutely out of him. burned him. Yeah, it totally burned him. But it also hurt that game eventually. I think. Yeah, like by the time it came out for PS4, people didn't really seem to care. It was Good after game. Uncharted. Yeah, it was a great game. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's to me, it's just a shame. I mean. Sony's being aggressive with this stuff, and it's paying off. And, and Microsoft was that aggressive last generation, particularly in the early part of it. Every now and then I just remember how many exclusives, and not just like exclusive DLC or whatever, how many actual exclusives the Xbox 360 had. Bioshock, Mass Effect. Ed Rising. Ed Rising all around the uh, same Saints time. Saints Row, uh, two, wait, one or two, one and two. But then even like XBLA That's stuff. That's just crazy. Was, yeah. Like those games are amazing. Like it's insane. Mm-hmm. Like th- that that would have been so hard to do to get because now I feel like you know Sony is maybe going to them as like we want exclusive something. They're like, well, we're not going to give you the whole game. You can have this DLC because the market's changed. Also, it made sense because at that point there were so many more 360s in the wild than there were PS3s, That's which is the same now, just reverse. There's so yeah. many more PS4s in the wild than there are Xbox Ones. Yeah, the developer makes more sales, and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Bringing it back to Destiny for a second, yep. uh, I really, really, enjo- really enjoyed the event. Uh, yeah, it was fun uh, getting to play it for the first time. There's, definitely- I love the strike. The strike was such a blast. The strike was really cool. It kind of has this sort of uh, constant descent, the inverted spire. Yeah, it's called, it's called inverted spire. Yeah. So you're constantly descending, and like when you fight the final boss, he just like takes the ground away from you, very unexpectedly, and you're like, "What do I do? What is happening?" And you just survive, hopefully the fall, <laughs> and uh, barely I- continue the fight. Yeah, yeah uh, it, it was really, really fun. Yeah, I had a, I had a really good time with it. Um, Continue the. Fight. I said, I said, I love the, what they've done with the campaign. Also, yeah. You, uh, for the two of you who were there, like, give us your like top three most exciting things about Destiny Two that you launched at that event. Uh, that stand out to you? The the w- weird excuse, not excuse, but the weird like. It's basically just matchmaking, but they put some other clever name on it for the raids. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Buddy? Oh, the clan. I can't remember what it's called, but like you, you <laughs> just say, "Hey, I want somebody to take me." Guided games. I, thank, thank you, you Voice of God, Sean Finnegan. Yeah, it's called guided games, and uh, so basically, like the IGN clan, for example, they can say, "Hey, we're willing to take somebody through this strike." Yeah. 
Uh, so like we if need, I'm yeah, uh, we need a playing. sixth. Yeah, yeah, we need a sixth. We bring them in, and if they're cool, maybe they get to join, yeah. or uh, they they will ask to join. Or yeah, I like think that. that I think that's really. Great. I'm really excited about that. Uh, and sure. I I just hope I said this in my preview, and this actually a lot of people disagreed with me, and uh, and I can see why I don't agree with them. But oh, I said I really because you remember a part of the presentation, Luke Smith said uh, only 50 percent of players ever touch the raid yeah and we want that number to go up and so then they went into the guided games thing like vanilla destiny the way that we were finding raids was i was on reddit yeah well you finding had to, reddit yeah. threads to pair up with people well, that's, but that's the, why the lfg sites came up reddit yeah. started building them and you would look for teams <laughs> but it's but i'm not even talking about that i'm talking about when i finished the story campaign in mm-hmm. vanilla destiny mm-hmm. i was level 18 or 19 mm-hmm. And then I came in and talked to you guys and said, how long is it going to take me to get to 26 so that I, I'm the minimum level I need to and get we're to? And we're all like, uh... Like, I don't know what you said, like 12 or more hours yeah. or so, something I'm like, ridiculous. go into Crucible, bro. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I hope that uh, when Luke says we want to get more people into the raid, that that's not... That they're not just going to have this half step of, well, there's matchmaking for it now. Mm-hmm. I hope that they... It would be Severely nice reduced. Smarter, smarter be able to do the raid almost as soon as you finish. Yes. Yeah, that's what I want. And I had a lot of people reply to me and say, "Bro, the whole the, you got to earn it, bro. You got to earn it. You got to get Why in there." Are and surfers grind. following you. On I don't know. Did you <laughs> live on the? Bro? We live on the coast. We got the, we got the ocean right here. Uh, by the way, oh, I wish I had. I wish I had the link. Maybe. Our editor can put up the link. We all retweeted. I'm getting off topic here for the a guy second. who did the animation. And I, can't, oh, I don't even. I think his name was Matt. I believe mm-hmm. uh, animated our our John Fort our uh, Spartan 420 conversation. It made a cartoon out of the show, and it was so good. What did you just say, Sean? Anyway, I'm going to keep talking while you guys uh, um, okay. try to find it. Okay, it is it, but, a guy called Neutral Horse on YouTube. Oh, so just go to his Twitter account, probably. Um, or look up Neutral Horse on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> oh, works. on YouTube. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So anyway, yeah, I mean, a lot of people did reply to me saying, no, you got to, like, that's that's the game. That's the way it's got to be. You have to earn it. So yeah, that's pretty And, and I just fundamentally standard. disagree with that. Like, why? It doesn't have to be a tireless, horrible grind in order to experience the best part of the game. You can still find it. You can still go grind and get better rewards okay. than me, but I, like... Let me play the cool part of the game without having to just that wasn't, tirelessly grind. I understand that perspective. It was a little unclear in your preview, um, but I get what you're saying now. You're saying, so I got to go play this mode I don't really like for 30 hours? Like, why can't I just play through the campaign to level up my character yes. or do something fun as opposed to just grind this one mode, this a, one it's, way it's for a time sink hours. by design. Yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. That's not fun. Those yeah. are repetitive. Yeah. 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 That, so that's all that I'm saying. That makes a little more sense. That's all I'm saying is I hope yeah. that when Luke was talking about trying to get more people into the raids in Destiny 2, that it wasn't just lip service for this guided games thing and that they'll actually reduce or eliminate so, that gap between finishing the campaign and getting into the raid. So you're bringing up the whole progression thing that I've brought up many times on Fireteam Chat. Check it out, youtube.com slash fireteamchat. Uh, anyway, the, the, the way to progress needs to be multifaceted. Like, you need to be able to do Crucible if you like Crucible or do side quests or do campaign. There needs to be other ways to advance as opposed to you need to run this one raid 900 times before you get level 30 gear, which is right. what it was in vanilla. To answer Alana's questions about my three favorite things, I want to keep <laughs> as, talking as, about As it. she freezes to death. So cool. Yeah, uh, definitely <laughs> the fact that it. during the campaign, you're actually playing alongside those characters. That, oh, that, that is seen. cool. Like, Zavala's actually there mm. helping you as opposed to just like, go do that thing. All right, you did it. Good job. Look how active and cinematic the world felt. Like, exactly. the world felt, and the missions felt really populated by, like, narrative elements and characters um, in a way that I didn't feel from playing just the core campaign of Destiny 1. Mm. Yeah. I'm definitely inci- excited and in- intrigued by the uh, clan matchmaking that we brought up, guided games. I'm really excited to, like, write IGN's bio for, like, our standards of, like, being kind, being a Sherpa, and being that guide for people. <laughs> Sherpa is a, a term. I, know what is- a sh- I mean, I know what a Sherpa is in, in real life. They help you up a mountain. They generally have goats. Well. <laughs> goats in destiny yeah, coming yeah, this year. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, definitely the uh, redu- – We'll help you eat the game. Oh my <laughs> goat God. noises. 
the increase in uh, Time to Kill and Crucible, they've dramatically adjusted uh, how difficult it is to kill other players in the Crucible mode. Oh, that's good. Destiny. Because it's very fast right now. Yes. It's basically one-shot snipers and everything. Snipers have been moved to the heavy slot. So uh, I'm really intrigued by how that's going to change the game in the meta of Destiny 2. Yeah, well, uh, do you know if we're seeing it at E3 or is it playable at E3? I assume I it's going to be so. at E3. You would think so? <laughs> yeah. If it's not, I would be very surprised. Well, was Destiny 1 playable at E3? They did a behind-closed-doors yeah. demo like three years before the game even came out where they right. ran through the Cosmodrome. Okay. That's crazy. Two or three years. I can't remember exactly. It wasn't it like a... This game comes out in September, so... Yeah, I yeah. just like wonder how a game like that demos, but I guess it's something... The same like way they played games. it. Multiplayer. Same way they played it at the event. Yeah. You know, events. Like, you know how, like, when we went to CES last year, there's so many things that just don't work. Like a lot of multiplayer games like that don't work unless you have like ideal. Well, they've got a beta coming. Like, see if Thieves worked really well. They've said that they've had Destiny at every E3 that I can think of in recent memory, and yeah. if it's an expansion, they just do a huge 30 player room full of You're multiplayer. Right? They just have a booth that's like kind of locked yeah. off. You're totally right. Yeah. yeah. So the, I'm just thinking it, of the time I'm that I played Forana, and it was be a lot of sparrow races. Plus, do plus have the whole, racists. Yeah. the whole PC partnership with uh, Blizzard, I think, like, we can oh, just yeah. for life, yeah. yo. So the thing That's is, I, I found that really surprising that they're partnering with Blizzard. I think um, it's smart and makes a lot too, of sense. Because it works so well. Yeah. It's like, well, a lot, of peop- a lot of companies, when they make their own PC clients, they suck. And I think it's Blizzard a little weird sense. that people are celebrating the lack of choice. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time... Battle.net's never. Battle.net's probably going to work. Yeah. Battle.net's so, awesome. I guess that's fine. Yeah. And, and Activision reliable. owns it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense on multiple, so many levels. Blizzard's used to giant influxes of people on day one jumping into either you know WoW or Overwatch or yeah. Starcraft. Yeah. They're all really small games. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah one's, about, one's about the devil. One's about oh, WoW. Just like Diablo? a. Yeah. The WoW is just about like a reaction. Watch. Yeah. I think it's cool. It's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Destiny's the first non Blizzard game basically to use that platform. So it's, it's really exciting for the costs, future. Though. Probably not a lot because Activision. Activision owns it. It's a very good point. It's active, was it? <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely, I'm saying a lot of dumb stuff today. I blame you. No, no one here has slept. This is yeah. like the worst episode of the show ever because no, no one's bragging about how much no sleep one's coherent. she got. I'm not eating enough carbs. All right, we've talked about Destiny for 40 minutes. Yeah, that's, I'll uh, catch you guys next time. Well, Jesus so Christ, that was half the episode. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, really? you, know we did on, you know what we did on Beyond? Uh, the three of us said, we don't know Destiny, so go listen to Fire Team Chat. <laughs> it was like a three-second segment. Right is at five, everybody. YouTube.com slash Fire Team Chat. All right. Uh, I want to talk about Red Dead Redemption 2. If you had not heard, it was delayed to spring 2018. That's okay. And that is totally fine. This shouldn't surprise anybody. Uh, Rockstar has really changed. Uh, not changed, but they have, they have evolved uh, as, a, as a development studio, I think. They, they really are very much about one game at a time now. Like, they... Rockstar hasn't shipped a game since Grand Theft Auto V. Mm. That was don't need to. Fall of 2013. You know still what's still making charts. a lot of money? Grand Theft Auto V. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's my point. Is, and they, they get, you know, yes, there's one studio that leads it, uh, Rockstar North in GTA's case, and in Red Dead's case, it's Rockstar San Diego. But then you look at the credits, and it's, all, it's like all the Rockstar studios contribute in some way. I feel like the way that Rockstar approaches games is all in for several years. Oh, yes. I really like that. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, I, I've talked about i talked about it three years ago when gta came out what i appreciate about them is they they really it's like total john hammond dot gifts spared no expense like they spend so much more money invested into the development of the game than anyone else could or does because you know even the other biggest publishers just don't don't have the time and don't have the resources to put you know Name, you can have, find another open world game that's good. There are plenty of them, but find one. There's a reason that GTA Five is, in my opinion, the one of the probably ten best games of all time. It is a fantastic because they just they drill down into the deepest of yeah. deep layers for the smallest joke, the littlest touches. They also have the carte blanche where no one's telling them, "Hey, you got to ship it at this date." That's exactly yeah. right because and, and that that cycle. It's tough to build into that because. If a game flops, they're s- screwed. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, but when right. is that going to happen? Red Dead literally had flying bird people, and it just made the game better. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like with the with the unparalleled success of Grand Theft Auto V, 
they can totally sit back and go, fine, give Red Dead another year to make it yeah. perfect. I unfortunately fine. don't remember who the quote is from, but there was a developer who said something along the lines of... It was a Miyamoto quote. I, no, I, I'm not actually talking about the Miyamoto quote. Suck it, because I know the quote you're referring to. You're now thinking of a separate quote, just to I, I'm me. absolutely not thinking uh, of the Miyamoto uh, quote. A, a delayed uh, game is, can be great, but a bad quote. game sucks it forever. Alana Pierce. That is, that's Miyamoto. No, it was something about how... Uh, the decisions, the creative decisions made for a video game shouldn't be driven by a release date. They should be driven by the best interest of the game. But so often nice. people are like, this game is due then. We have to cut it's all of this. Not, we have to do all of this. That's the thing. Yeah, reality. So, Shigeru Miyamoto, reality. 1985. It's not Miyamoto. <laughs> so my only counterpoint to that is, why do you announce a release date? I think it's because of expectations. So I'm making a video about this. I do opinion videos on IGN now. So um, I've looked into it a little bit. And they announce a release date because they're like, we think this area will take this long to make. This one will take this long to make. And they're like, oh, it took three months longer than we thought. So it's because they, they try to give the release date for what they think is reasonable. And then it turns out it's unreasonable. Yeah, they, like I, I saw some people on Twitter like, why did they lie about the release? Just, they just lied to fuel pre-orders. or this. Like, no, they totally they intended no the game to be done at the end of 2017. Yeah. That's they truly thought that. that. Being said, when that trailer came out, my immediate reaction was, "There's no way." Remember, you've been saying that. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, yeah. like, "No." If this got delayed. I'm like, "Yeah, of course it did." Like, well, I, I like didn't think it would be delayed, but I'm also not surprised that it's yeah. delayed. It's like yeah, I'm not angry. It's fine. I'm very uh, happy it's spring. GTA oh, Four I'm was so delayed. delayed. Yeah. I'm like, Five was delayed. This year easier. Also, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's delayed again. Yeah, it, yeah I, at this point, it's also it's spring, but it's spring next fiscal year, which means it's after April first. No, they just said. No, they said uh, in their earnings call, they said fiscal year 20... When was that? Uh, a couple days ago. They oh, okay. said uh, the fiscal year, which would be April 1st, 2018, up until May March 31st, 2019, will have oh. this game, as well as the next installment in one of 2K's biggest franchises, which they didn't say what it was, NBA. but everyone's assuming no. uh, it's uh, Bioshock or Borderlands. Oh, yeah, that Either makes sense. Either of those sense. make sense. <laughs> okay. And three, I forgot it's coming. Right. But uh, Red Dead 2's delay... This makes this year so much easier. Like, I feel like there's so much good stuff coming out at the end of this year. There's so many good well, games this year. It yeah. sure makes this year easier if you're, time to play Destiny. if you're another publisher like Activision. I have yeah. talked to with a big, with a premier game shipping in Q4. I've you're talked like, to oh, multiple friends God. at different studios with games coming out this fall, and everyone on the Solid News was like, oh, thank God. The campaign, yeah. well, the, <laughs> the campaign, I wish I could remember his name, the campaign lead of Battlefront 2. Tweeted out like a dancing fader. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, they delayed. Woo! It does make it easier for everyone else because, like, there's few things that are guaranteed to sell every year. It's a, it's a Rockstar game, it's a Call of Duty, and it's a FIFA. They're always going to sell super well. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had to choose between Battlefront 2 and a new Red Dead, it's like, I want to play Battlefront 2. <laughs> Mitch is working on that game. I really want to support Mitch, but Red Dead. Wow, though. cold-blooded. But seriously, Red Dead though. But Red Dead though, it's a and Rockstar game. Shout out to those seven screenshots that were released, keeping the screenshot tradition yeah. alive. Where's yeah. those helicopters? Get those helicopters. They're really pretty. This is, is the PTSD setting in for either of you guys of the screenshot thing? From I'm not GTA quite 5? there yet. Oh, it's gonna happen. Helicopter yeah. joke. Working here during GTA Five, the giant like they would just drip feed screenshots, and they would constantly be our biggest stories. And we'd constantly it'd be like the biggest story on the site is a shot of a helicopter. I'm like, why is anyone looking at this? Who cares? I work on a feature for two weeks. And yeah. Don't they just kind of nowhere near the helicopter? They dropped it whatever it was, and it's like, oh, I wrote this fifteen uh, hundred word story about how this game was inspired by my dead dad. Oh no, you guys are looking at the helicopter. That's cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good story. I know Jared was really uh, like he was one of the people who spoke to Rockstar PR a whole mm-hmm. lot. We just like get a time when they just like drop something, and then we'd like push to publish it as soon as we could, and then it would do really well, and everyone would just be like, "This came in five minutes ago." Yeah. All right. it's crazy so uh, screenshots please (laughs) the big winners and losers from the red dead redemption 2 delay winners gamers as destin said more time for destin but uh i'd say ubisoft because assassin's creed is an open world game that's probably coming out this fall from every back on their yearly hint yeah yeah Yeah. i mean every every hint suggests that Mm -hmm. uh loser Possibly also Ubisoft, depending if Far Cry 5 is a Q4 2017 <laughs> yeah. game, but what if it's a, Q- a Q1 2018 As they're just like, oh, b- by the way, Red Dead uh, also takes place in Montana. Like, God damn it. <laughs> We've changed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've brought it to modern times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, boy, that would be hilarious. But <laughs> That would suck for them. <laughs> 
Um, well, I guess... Uh, well, it's a loser for whoever's making that cowboy MMO. Because that screenshot came out, and everyone's like, oh, this is Red Dead in-game. Oh, Wild West Online. And then they're right. like, no, this is Wild West Online. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> just delay it a year, Sorry, guys. It's still so weird to think or about it now. last year that Red Dead, they just they tweeted those three images, and everyone lost their damn minds. And then the Nintendo Switch got announced. Same day. It was just like, we're like, okay, wow. This is a lot to happen out <laughs> of nowhere. March was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Tense. All right, so, uh, yeah, cross Red Dead Redemption 2 off of your 2017 list, move it over to your 2018 list. I'll split 2019. I don't think it'll slip to 2019. I do think it'll slip to fall. Could That could happen. Yeah, it's possible. Always slip to fall. Uh, well, you know, May could be May again. Red Dead 1 was, right. was, was a May game. Mm-hmm. And s- somewhere Sam Lake is going, Sam Lake's having, having PTSD. It's happening again. Like, oh, we don't even have an Alan Wake game, but we're still... <laughs> oh, That's when P7 comes out. Like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, next up, Bioware, working on a new Dragon Age game. As spoiled by the writer of the game, one of the writers of the game, who had noted uh, there are huge differences between all of that and what I'm working on at Bioware, uh, which I can now legitimately say is in the Dragon Age franchise, although it's been known for a while. Is it? <laughs> Hold on, this gets better. I didn't know. This is from Eurogamer, by the way. Credit to them. Uh, notionally, it was a secret, but because of who I was working with, everyone who cared knew. And the day I started, Mark Dara, the executive producer of the Dragon Age franchise, tweeted saying, Welcome to the Dragon Age franchise. So I thought, well, I guess that's official now. And when, e- when IGN reached out to EA for confirmation on this new Dragon Age game, no a, company, no, a <laughs> company representative replied that, quote, It's a pleasure having Alexis involved with Bioware. We have no new information to share regarding Dragon Age at this time. Oh, man. So someone spoke a little too soon. That's so funny. But what is what this tells us is just what we assumed. Now we know for sure. I mean, we knew that Bioware Edmonton, or Bioware Prime, if you will, mm-hmm. two teams... Bioware Prime. The new IP that we've talked about that's supposed to be, we expect it to be teased or shown in some form. The one showcase from a dark room, dark rooftop. What? When they revealed it, they're just like standing all silhouetted and then they showed the gameplay. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, it was like an outdoor trailer. Yeah. The rumors are it's a Destiny-like thing. Mm -hmm. That's what every game's going to be. I know. That's... But this, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. Mario is a Destiny like now. Every game is every game's Destiny or Overwatch now, sure. or it's boots crazy. on the ground. World, yeah, World War One or two. Yeah. yeah, one of the, one of the great right. wars. Well, Duty had a bunch of players. You think it's a MMO? Yeah, sure. Might you well you put enough boots on the ground, it's definitely a MMO. <laughs> you said uh, you wouldn't say it. A deep sigh into the mic. I said it as, but I can say it as a quote. All right. Yeah. So. They've got the the Bioware, the uh, pardon me, the Dragon Age team in Edmonton, and the new IP team. Mm-hmm. I think Dragon Age is a waste way. Oh well, you think so though? Yeah, I think I, I think so the new IP is before Dragon Age. They've implied that. Oh really? Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, by saying the, the the new IP. Remember that we've done two stories on this. Mm-hmm. The first was we have a new IP and it'll be out by March 2018. And then there was another story more recently. Hey, the game that we haven't announced yet, and we don't haven't even told you what it is or what the title is. It's going to be a little later now. <laughs> Inquisition was IGN's game of the year the year it came out. Right? It was 14. I just couldn't get into that game. Me too. I'm yeah, same. the same boat. Just oh, weird. Held it. How did it win? Yeah. So. <laughs> well, 2014 was a crappy year. I voted for Sunset Overdrive for game of the year. I, I voted for Let the Record Show. Was that Gone Home? No, that was 2013. No, I don't remember. But that's, I don't remember. Yeah. Sunset list. Overdrive should have won. This. I Sunset think Overdrive was, totally should have won. But anyway, so anything Bioware, I think they're going to push. They're going to take that time for that. Well, they 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 do have that luxury, particularly yeah. the Edmonton team. But I guess what I what oh, I want to get at here. Too. Hmm? A game of the year that year was waste. Oh, your game of the year. There are already okay. six was topics ahead, Alana. It's important. Uh, what came out that year? So we we theorized here that with the uh, the the not elimination, but the downsizing. That's no, that sounds like people were fired. The uh, shall we say change in role. Of the Bioware Montreal team, because they're, they're oh. a support studio now. Okay, yeah. That they will not be making the next Mass Effect game. No. So we said, well, that means Edmonton will probably take it back, right? So uh, do you guys think that it'll be the new IP team moves on to it after new IP ships, or Dragon Age team t- t- takes on Mass Effect after the next Dragon Age ships? Casey's on the new IP, right? 
It sees it works at Microsoft, Microsoft on HoloLens. Yeah. Catch up, Marty. Yeah. Long guy. Yeah. All right. I'm usually the one who knows stuff going on. I'm allowed to make Why a am I the expert this week? Something's wrong. Just kidding. Uh, I mean, I would imagine they would want it after whatever game ships first. You think so? Yeah. I, I think it's going to be Dragon Age, on, the Dragon Age team, only I because only because if that is a Destiny-like game, that's what that team's on. I agree completely. Yeah. yeah. I think Destin's right on this one. It requires so much support and like adjustments to the real-world economy and su- such. So we'll wait. We'll see. In any case, that still means there's just no way there's a major Mass Effect game for at least the next years. five years. I'm not surprised. At least the next five like years. Like we spoke yeah. about it not that long ago, but I think a break is a good thing. No, I don't, I don't think five years. I don't know about five years. I think you already have the foundations of a game. Look, like what do was you? I mean, I, if you fix them, you do. At what point? You have your character but, but, but at that point, you're, you're, into, you're into PlayStation 5 and Xbox Scorpio 2 kind of territory. <laughs> That's a confusing name. See what I did there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, I think we'll see Mass Effect game this gen. So you're talking Scorpio Pro gen. This gen. That is PS4, Xbox One gen. Yeah. I think you're crazy. That's fine. I agree. <laughs> I don't know why I'm agreeing with Destin so much. It feels weird. How long is this whole podcast? And Andromeda? Weird today. Pardon? How many is between three and Andromeda? Five. Yeah, so waiting another five makes sense. Yeah. No, it doesn't because that wasn't the gap between one, two, and three. Well, one, two, and three was announced as a trilogy with a planned release cadence. My man Destin over here. What is happening? The studio did an amazing job on This game was they also intended. I guarantee this game was intended to be a trilogy, even though they didn't say that. You're absolutely right, but yeah. it's not think, now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when they, they came out and they said it's not planned as a trilogy or anything like that, but hold on to your saves. I mean, that's the most we ever got from Bioware. It was totally planned as a trilogy. <laughs> no, well, everyone loved it and loved those characters. Keep them. Yeah. I don't know how it ends, so maybe there's something at the ending where it just like, that isn't. Uh, everyone no actually shows fin- up in different colors. No one's actually finished the game yet. Different colored explosions. Yeah. yeah, that's the joke. Yeah, <laughs> my face is too tired to finish the game. Oh, Ryan. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's just low hand. That's not fair. Come that's, on, that's not fair. You're better than that. I, I should be. No, uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm standing by. I give me. I want the next Mass Effect to be to star rex like take me somewhere in the timeline mm-hmm. every time you say that i want to cry <laughs> i don't care where i don't care how far but you know that's a whole unexplored area of the universe we can go so great rex should be I'd like to be i'd like the game to star post-racist ashley did we tell you about the the pot in the mass effect let's play where he her, his ashley had he never discovered been finally and then he and then finally it, woke up to her and she was so super racist was she, she got woke to her racism yeah. yeah that'd be like uh like dating someone for like five years and then you're walking down the aisle getting ready to be married and all of a sudden she's like did i tell you what i think about i'm like whoa where did this come <laughs> from whoa i gotta like, go we slept next to each other every night it's an unnecessary encounter as well yeah that was so that was sad. bad finally it's bad uh, okay. Oh, boy, we're at a slope. We're moving at a glacial pace. Speaking yeah, uh, of racism. What? Yeah. Far Cry 5. Oh. <laughs> Good segue, <Okay>. Marty. <laughs> Yikes. Nailed it. Yeah, I'm back to, where did you Marty, think I was going with that? Back to uh, doing the segue. I thought you were going to say something racist. I thought you were like, speaking of racism, he has my Marty's, <laughs> Marty's nailing the segues, and I'm agreeing with everything Destin is saying. It's like, whoa, everything's flipped yeah. around, man. I should, I should not sleep more often. This week on the Twilight Zone. This, uh, is, this is the worst episode. Far Cry 5's <laughs> been confirmed and teased, but not detailed. Possibly it will have by the time you uh, hear this because it's happening on Friday morning. Mm-hmm. That sweet image. I will have a preview based on uh, what I will just honestly tell you isn't – I didn't get to see much of the game. Yeah. Just a, Not like a presentation. Hands-off pre- presentation. Present, a hand, exactly. Thank you. Walker, I do um, a lot of previews. Sorry, Ubisoft do a lot of previews like that where they, the it's Destiny. hands-off. They don't let you see too much. Yeah, but yeah. you had to go all the way to Montreal last year. To not play a game. It was crazy. <laughs> that, is, that is a little crazy. It was insane. But uh, – yeah, so I'll have something because three of us, well, actually, no, like six of us a saw, of saw us the game, went, yeah. ended up seeing the presentation. So uh, putting something together. What we can tell you is it's set in a fictional county in actual Montana. Mm-hmm. Hope County. Hope County. And the f- 
key art image suggests a lot of things of which I know all the answers to. So we're going to have to hold this discussion. Well, I, I wrote the news story this morning, so I was able to to, to very tiptoe around it. It's okay. this, this image of uh, obviously Da Vinci's Last Supper, but yeah. it's uh, a, a series of, of mean looking men and women at a table. Uh, and there are a lot of guns. There is a dog with paint on him. Uh, there's alcohol. There's a man bounding gag with the word sinner written on his back. Uh, there's a church on fire in the background. There's biplanes and whatnot. It's not a biplane. What's a biplane? Biplane has Actually, the two Monty. like double layer of wings. You sure, it's not a biplane. It's just like an old style like World War well, F. I gotta go change my story now. I wrote a biplane. Totally not. The Red Baron flies in a biplane. You don't know the sexuality Isn't that Snoopy? of Snoopy. How dare you, <laughs> Snoopy? <laughs> Planes are fluid, right? <laughs> What's your byline in your news story? <laughs> There's a barrel roll joke in here. Oh, boy. Somewhere. Christ. Oh. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so much. Uh, yeah, but we're going to have a lot more on Friday. I thought it looked cool. I don't know. I can't say that. I thought it looked cool. I said no, it. you Whatever. definitely can't say that. I can sue you, I guess. I haven't seen anything. So I saw the image today and that house video. Yeah, oh, there was a bunch yeah. of like, tone pieces that were sort yeah. of like, welcome to Hope County. Like That's how much seconds. I know. I'm. I think a game set in also a Far Cry set in what seems to be modern day America, which is a far departure from other Far Cry settings. Say it's a modern day. You think it's a Far Cry from other Far Cry settings? Um, Stop it. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like all the connotations of the key art suggest a like surprisingly topical story. We did a visual comparison of the map in Far Cry Three to Far Cry Primal, and it turned out Four to Primal. It's the same map. Or to Primal, yeah, it was same map. I wonder, no, probably not, right, for this one? No, I, I hope mean, not. I don't think the Himalayans, the Himalayans are, are real different than Montana. So one yeah, of my complaints, and they're not dealing with t- that much of a time difference from, okay. One of my complaints about the first, first Watch Dogs, um, I didn't play enough of the second to say, was that it presented a very serious political issue and then didn't make any commentary on it, and I worry that they will do the same thing with Far Cry 5. It looks like it's rooted in, in politics or is trying to make some kind of comment on modern politics but i feel like because it's ubisoft that they will play it very very safe and therefore will present you with something but not actually go into it and it'll just be like baseline level nothing challenging you guys played a bunch of watchdogs too did they do any of that there watchdogs 2 did better than watchdogs 1 yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. it was also light-hearted in a way that i appreciated because watchdogs 1 was an awful wet blanket i think that's kind of why it was more of a problem with watchdogs 1 because it took itself seriously but didn't actually present anything serious yeah Yeah. Um, and, and that's the only thing I would want. I mean, Far Cry has always done a good job, at the very least, of super compelling villains with Voss Absolutely, and with yeah. Pagan Min, especially yeah. in the last couple, and the Jackal yeah. even in Far Cry 2. Yeah, and it's not even that I want it to, like, I don't want it to align with my politics. I just want it to make me think about something. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the thing that I think Watch Dogs 1 didn't do. Right. We'll talk more Far Cry 5 next week after, because there's a, we'll see what they, if they, I assume there'll be a teaser trailer of some sort. I think they've said 6 a.m. Yeah. on Friday, there's going to be a trailer drop, yeah. and we're going to have a bunch of coverage around it. Yeah. Curious to see that, because I have not seen that. Uh, speaking of Ubisoft, South Park, The Fractured But Whole. Yeah. Yeah. Got Ooh, it every time. Guys. It has a release date. Finally. We'll see if it sticks. Uh, Everything. I'm just thinking about buttholes now. Yeah, you guys keep too. saying all this stuff. You can wipe October 17th onto your calendar. <laughs> you can wipe it on the calendar? <laughs> you totally had wipe. I was like, wipe. You're like, great. And you're like, on the calendar. I'm like, ooh. The, uh, or, or, South Park's coming out on October 17th. Wipe the old date from your mind. There you go. Do you guys think this is going to get delayed? Nah, this is it. It's coming. It's coming. happening. Yeah, no way. Yeah. I'd be amazed if they delayed South Park. That's cool because as of right now, we don't really have any Q4 RPGs, I say, without confidence. Or necessarily yes. any or games tactical like games or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. This, I mean, this, this is, is also funny yeah. and intended to be lighthearted, and I feel like we don't have anything else like We can pretty much guarantee it's going to be the only comedy shipping in Q4 or any Q4. I don't know. We got all those leaks yeah. of Mario and the Rabbids. Yeah. The, the oh, Canada joke in the first South Park is my favorite video game so joke. Don't ruin ever. it in case anybody hasn't played it, because I think the original yeah. game is a pre-order bonus. You just get the first one. So yeah, if you haven't played it, go back and play. that joke. That's the thing that I always ask. like, did you get to Canada? And they're yeah. like, oh, you should go to Canada. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's the same way in like when we talk about Dishonored 2, you're like, oh, did you get to this level? And everyone would yeah. talk about uh, Titanfall 2 or like, oh, did you get to this? Yeah. Like, it's the point where like a great game becomes an amazing yeah, game. Yeah, totally. So, uh, yay for South Park. I will be eagerly anticipating that. Uh, I want to play it again now. 
You might as well. On memories. Time. Finally, this week, Microsoft renewed their trademark on a little project called Scalebound. What does it mean, Ryan? Nothing. Probably nothing. nothing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I bring this up for that exact reason. playing a part there. Yeah, everybody. don't. <laughs> Comp- big corporations do this all the time. The odds of them actually ever releasing a full-up game with the Scalebound name on it pretty slim they're just it's just a cya for their legal team in in case they ever at some point in the future want to do something with it it's like they already have it so it's effectively cheaper to just hang on to a thing they own than to let someone else have it and ruin it and make them somehow look bad mm-hmm. i'm serious yeah no That's, i agree yeah yeah, I, yeah. Totally, it's totally the deal. So, no, there, don't do not take this as an indication that Scalebound's coming back because it's not. Kind of sad that we're never going to see that game. Anyway, yeah, I yeah. thought it looked really cool. Possibly. Yeah, there was. I was intrigued enough by it to give it a chance. And, of course, yeah, yeah, would have loved to have given it a try in co-op. You know, they showed off yeah. some co-op stuff and would have been at least something different. Who knows if it would have been great? Yeah, Microsoft I, clearly didn't think so. I wish I knew where it fell apart. Like, why did it not? come out but. yeah there's a there's a book well, there for sure mm-hmm. so, somewhere uh like what happened yeah yeah the untold story or at least a really long feature story essentially related website. side note dragon's dogma became backwards compatible on xbox one dark risen should oh, absolutely play. yeah wait backwards compatible or the remaster the games are being remastered for xbox one and ps4 was it not both oh if this is I don't, they, no, it is not backwards compatible. Dragon's Dogma is Capcom, right? Yeah, Dragon's Dogma is the remaster. Dragon's Dogma is being remastered. business model. You're going to have to rebuy it. Absolutely right that it was both, but yeah. you're right, it's Capcom. Yep. <laughs> that, game's very, that game's very good. The game's very good is yeah. the point. Um, and maybe it can, if you haven't already played it, fill a scale-bound-sized hole in your heart. Because unlike, there's a lot of Unlike Scale-bound, it is a video game. It is a video game that exists, and it's fantastic. It's yeah, you could, like, mount sure one of my favorite creatures and fight them on various parts of their... You guys finish? Did you finish that game? By no. Any chance? When you get to, when you when you think you finish it, yep. it's very good. Yeah, nice. All right, uh, Alana, what can we spend our money on this week? This week we can spend money on Rhyme uh, on Friday for thirty dollars. When's your review go up, Marty? Oh, Dan's disappointed in me. I got. <laughs> I have to just have to write it. Okay, so uh, probably probably by the end of the week. Cool. <laughs> I I, I want to read it. I got a big. I got an like, argument with Dan. We got in a little tough, a tussle over over Slack. We have. Uh, I told him I never want to review a game again. And I slammed my bedroom door. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pack, I hate pack, you. Pack and run away. Yeah. Uh, when's the embargo? Uh, tomorrow morning. So you can't talk about it yet. Good luck. No. All right. Moving on. Polo Nights is uh, twenty dollars. What a productive show this is. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, is. We'll terrible. talk about I'm these so things later. Sorry. Um, so lame. Shadow Warrior 2 launch edition involves SW1, Shadow Warrior 1, uh, on sale for $35. It's Star Wars 1. It's 1. Skylar and Plux Adventure on Clover Island is on sale for $10. Theoretically, this should be a Marty and Alana game. We did a Let's Play of this. This is with the Australian character. Yeah. Definitely Irish, but yeah. (laughs) Man Death Robots Arena is $7. Chroma Squad is $15. And Marketplace Xbox Game Pass launches on June 1st. A 14-day trial is now available for Xbox Live Gold members. Here we go. list of Game Pass games... Is really good. It's real it's good. good. It's like Halo Five, Sunset Overdrive, Braid, Spelunky, Mad Max. Working on a, uh, all the ge- all all the Gears games Gears up games. till four. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of really rad 360 and Xbox One games. Yeah, it looks it's awesome. Ten bucks a month. Like, yeah. and you can just download. You can download them on your hard drive, so it's not like you don't have to worry about PS Now streaming issues. Right. Very good. Uh, don't worry about hard drive space. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Time to get an external, though. Yeah. External drive. Uh, May Games with Gold. We have the Gianna Sisters Twisted Dreams Director's Cut from May 1st. To the Gianna Sisters. Gianna <laughs> Lara Croft in the Temple of Osiris, May 16 to June 15 on Xbox One. Star Wars The That's Force over. Unleashed 2. You're right, it is. Yeah, stop reading no, it's things. not. June 15. Oh, you're right. That one is. What? Okay, so Lego Star Wars, a complete saga from May 16 to May 31st on Xbox 360 and Xbox One. I refuse to download on Force Unleashed 2. <laughs> Just kidding. Every week we have to hear about this. <laughs> it's strange vendetta. I wish it was. I wanted it to be good, and it, it kind of let me down. That's okay. all. Really wanted. Uh, it to be June amazing. games with gold. We have speedrunners from June first to thirty on Xbox One. Watchdogs from June sixteen to July fifteen on Xbox One. Assassin's Creed three, my least favorite Assassin's Creed game, from June one to fifteen on Xbox three sixty and Xbox One. Dragon Age Origins from June sixteen to thirty on Xbox three sixty and Xbox One. And Phantom Dust DLC from June one to thirty. That is a hell of a June lineup. Okay, but also oh, the really, fact that we have. Look at those games, though. Do you think that that means that we get like DLC announced for Watch Dogs 2? We think Assassin's Creed is coming at E3. Um, do we think that that means that there's likely going to be something with Dragon Age? No. Nah. 
Does I, it mean anything? I, I don't think so. No, generally, I would think the things that are June are relevant. But also, it. I'm not making any sense today, so that's fine. No, I I think you're, I know what you're going for, and I, mean, I think I would be surprised. This is, I don't know. I just don't think it's a good list because it's the worst Watch Dogs game and the worst Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, and it's the worst Speedrunners game. Ah, uh, good point. Thanks. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on, do a little trivia before we oh, mercifully end the show this week. Wait, but after trivia, we have a secret surprise. We do, yes. Oh, we do? Okay. It's called Purple Boy. Well, we better get through trivia fast. Right. <laughs> uh, Heaven from Illinois writes in and asks, what is the name of the player character in the original Bioshock? I think we all know. Hopefully this is a softball for everybody. We got Marty at four points, Alana at five, Destin at six points. So pretty tight race. How's Alana ahead of me? How did this happen? I'm very she showed, she showed up. Also Phil. Oh, yeah, Phil. <laughs> Give me that one. He's pretty smart, too. Yeah. So was the uh, Bioshock 1 protagonist named Adam, Ben, Frank, or Jack? Does everybody... I picked pick my answer, but I actually don't know, and I think right, I'm going to lose. Goes first, all right, go right. ahead. D-Jack. Okay. D-Jack. Yes, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, you all Jack. got it right, yeah. so... Dustin looked it up before the... Do we know what Osana is? Not. I know you can see his like, passport at the start of the game, or is yeah, it technically w- it, Ryan? It's Would You Kindly. <laughs> <laughs> of the New Hampshire would you kindly <laughs> they're like an old American family they come from old something? money I'm, I'm intro, I don't go get the purple thing I'm leaving go get the purple oh, okay. thing okay so my dramatic exit there's a uh, so I guess yeah for you audio listeners this is the most boring part of the show well no this is the they most can listen exciting. to the noise. this is the thing we've been trying to do since Easter you lift it's heavy you lift oh. weights all the oh, time you gotta hold it up for the camera so, oh no oh. <laughs> oh no you've oh. given me chocolate so, Alana, for those of you on, on iTunes, <laughs> sneak peek. There is a f- badly foil wrapped, structurally unset. No, I'm not. I have a dairy problem. I'm not, I'm not eating this. <laughs> <What's> a dairy problem? <laughs> but it's at least it legit has a dairy problem. I, I'm not eating it. My stomach doesn't like dairy. <laughs> you know what? You have asthma. What if someone made fun of your? I make fun of your you asthma. Make fun of my asthma all the time. <laughs> I have right. asthma. So, so there's a there's a purple foil. It looks is. it looks like Saints it. Row. Okay. Had a Gears of War themed part, uh, party. Alana, explain what this is. It's a giant this chocolate lancer. This is a lancer. chocolate lancer. It weighs one to one. 30 pounds, I think. It's one to one it scale. It's one to one. I do not lift. It looks super cool. And, uh, Bro, do you even lift chocolate? Xbox sent us this for Easter, and we kept forgetting to open it on the well, show. Well, Alana was gone for a while, and then I was gone for a while, and then we should have done it last week because Ryan wasn't here, oh, and God. we run bad shows when Ryan's not here. Let's this is a, this is a bad show. Open it a little thing. bit. It's gonna uh, make such a mess. Everyone's of the even looks it's everywhere. Looks disgusting, by the way. I mean, not. I mean, no offense to the fine craftsmanship that it took to make this, but it just here's a sneak. There peek. is nothing. <laughs> there's nothing appealing about oh, this from I a culinary a perspective. Oh, it has it has. They cheated. Sticks inside it. Okay, it's oh, pretty the, well made. You guys. yeah, like the there's okay. This well, is actually really impressive. If it's you, cast. It's like cast in chocolate. Is oh, it, let's open it up. Is it edible? Well, the chocolate is pretty good. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is this is this probably a bad time to mention that uh, Ryan, do your a guy died from eating gas station nacho cheese, and you're eating a, a, a an cheese? old Ryan. If I die by eating an old oil wrapped Lanza, here's a board chocolate okay Lanza. <laughs> if that's what kills me, it's fine. How did she die? She ate it. <laughs> she died as she, she died lived. as she lived. If you gotta go, go with a smile. Why do you do it? This is really cool. Cliff Blazinski always said a chainsaw and a gun together. Peanut butter like and chocolate. Peanut butter and chocolate. Well, so half where's, the yeah, where's the peanut butter? Where's the peanut butter, Alana? Yeah, Alana, where's the peanut butter? Dip that skippy. Okay, I'm legitimately impressed by this. this I mean, it, it's awesome. It's, it's, it is impressive from, a, from an artistic perspective. Right now, Sean is in the booth being like, I went to film melt school. It. <laughs> <laughs> Just melt it back on there. Yeah. How long do you think? So we can just put this in the lunchroom. How long do you think it's going to take for the the the, the, the boys Six and girls months. of IGN to several eat days? It? Six months. I think it'll be gone by the end of the day. No, not by end of day. I think I could leave an actual garbage can full of garbage and say free food, <laughs> and I think it'll be gone by the end of the day. Okay. Eric Saf is around. Is it solid? I mean, it's do you want me to heavy. break it? It's heavy. It looks oh. Here's a chunk oh, on it, it if you want to see a large chunk. Stop throwing it. All right. <laughs> Jeez. Well, it's just there's Man. pieces coming off. Thank you to our friends at Microsoft. But this Sorry we're late on this, but this is gift, wonderful. It's really cool. It's very expensive. Can you help me? Marty, didn't you get in trouble for this, over this? Because yeah, I got in trouble. No, Blaine never messaged him. Right. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, shout out to... <laughs> never got shout the out message. to Blaine. Shout out to Blaine for not messaging me. 
Lane from Xbox did, right, did not have a tell piece. us about this. Yeah, Alan and I saw this at PAX when we were doing our live um, Unlocked segment on the Xbox yeah. stage, and uh, we were very upset that we didn't get to do anything Why with it. Why the hell would you not tell us that you I had this? I think I messaged you. I'm like, you. do you know about this giant chocolate gun? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't tell us, yeah. So they sent us one, which absolutely well, the verdict's makes still out. for it. The verdict's still out whether they told us or not. They have 90 of these, Yeah, and they don't know what to do with them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, it's a little bitter. Let's leave. Let's let's end this chocolate nightmare right now. Uh, Delicious. IGN Prime. If you want to support us a little a little more than the usual, just watching and listening, uh, we'll give you an ad free IGN experience in exchange for your thirty dollars per year. Go to ign.com/prime to sign up for that. You can follow me on Twitter at dmc underscore ryan. Uh, I don't think I'm doing anything of interest these days. Destin. Hey, everybody. Do you like Destiny? <laughs> Follow YouTube.com slash FireteamChat or just subscribe, which is what YouTube terminology is. You can also follow me on Twitter at Destin Legary. Thanks for stopping by on Lock today. What am I doing? I'm, I can see you mulling the flavor of this truck. You chocolate. still got an IGN first going on. Talk yeah, about that. Um, uh, the last thing for IGN first is going up on Thursday or Friday. I think it's Friday. Darksiders 3. Yeah, which is for the uh, AMA. Um, we put out a call for questions and got the most popular questions. The most asked question was, is it coming to Switch? Why slash why not? <laughs> I'd be very interested to see if they do actually answer that question. <laughs> Probably oh, not. hope so. Um, and aside from that, yeah, doing a lot of like opinion-based videos. I did one about why I like um, Bethesda's review policy. I'll be doing one about Red Dead's delay. I'll be doing one about you what like I want from Assassin's Creed. I didn't, I didn't get dislike it. I'm yeah. sorry. That's the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. Very distracted I by the say, I, I, I read and watched that. I copy edited it and yeah. No, I was not a fan, actually. Um, so, yeah, those are all going up on uh, YouTube.com slash IGN at the moment. Sounds good, Marty. One, but that's the one's live, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can follow me at McBiggity. Uh, one of my big feature projects this month is The Road to E3. Every day we have a uh, video going up about a game we hope to see at E3. Or a console. Or a console. That one might be coming up soon by Mr. Ryan McCaffrey. Um, all of us have done those videos. They'll be rolling out. Sea of Thieves. Um, yeah, you did see a Thieves. Uh, I did Crackdown. I did Call of Duty and Far Cry. Um, yeah, so we got a bunch of stuff. Crackdown went up. Uh, Red Dead just went live. We had Metal Gear Survive yesterday. Um, all sorts of cool stuff. Just check those out. Groovy. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, then, again, a reminder, subscribe, like, follow, whatever. All that good stuff. All the places that I said at the beginning. YouTube.com. Thank you. For Destin, Alana and Marty, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This was Unlock 297. My goodness. We'll see you. I guess we might do maybe E3 predictions next week. Oh, yeah. It's about time. So look for that coming up. We'll see you next week. Bye, cuties.